0: Hey friends, this is the Paging Dr. Teal podcast and I'm here back at it again with my shenanigans and all the goodness I have to offer giving you an authentic perspective on all things inspirational, motivational and elevational as it relates to holistic wellness with a mental health undertone. I'm the one and only Dr. Teal, your psychologist bestie. And of course, I've got to remind you, your health is your wealth. So take care of yourself. And that includes mental health. Hashtag mental health matters. Thank you for supporting Soul Lessons season one of the podcast. If this is your first time listening, Soul Lessons is essentially a series that highlights virtues, traits, and lessons that aid in emotional wellness, healthy coping, and just winning at this thing called life. And you know what? We don't have to go at this thing called life alone because we're all in this together. So welcome to the team. <laughs> Paging Dr. Teal is currently available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public and Spotify. But regardless as to how you listen, if you haven't done this already, do me a huge favor and hit that subscribe button so that you can stay up to date on the latest and greatest from Paging Dr. Teal. Also, Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Paging Dr. Teal and visit us on the web at www.pagingdrteal.com. And since I'm your psychologist bestie, yes, I'm here for you, friend. We're friends, right? If you have a question or a situation you want to receive some guidance on, please send me an email at pagingdrteal at gmail.com. I'm here for you, so I want to hear from you. And I mean it. Speaking of which... I was looking over the analytics for the podcast and I noticed that we have a friend listening from Ireland. How awesome is that? All the way in Ireland. Hey friend in Ireland. Thank you for supporting the podcast all the way across the seas, thousands of miles away. Um, I love you. And please, if you're not already following the podcast on Instagram or Facebook, please do. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for supporting. So, we got support. We got friends all over the world. How great is that? And again, shout out to you, friend in Ireland. I hope all is well on your end. Let's get back to business, guys. So, Last week, we talked about how I cured my anxiety. And spoiler alert, if you didn't listen to the last episode, please go ahead and do. But essentially, I didn't cure my anxiety. I just figured out a method to better manage it. And that's I think that's what we have to do in life, generally speaking. There isn't really a cure for much management. is the cure. And so with anxiety, there are different tenets that go into the actual manifestation of anxiety. And I covered that those include your thoughts, your feelings, and then you have bodily reactions, which affect your behavior. So the cure lies in targeting those different areas. So today's episode is dedicated to some of my strategies. We're going to be talking about the use of essential oils, affirmations and CBD oil, some things that I recently tried out that have been incredible. But let's get into this rant. I want to tell you why I am such an advocate of holistic wellness as opposed to relying primarily on modern medicine. So I'm not a fan of Western or mainstream medicine. I feel like health insurance is overpriced. And did you know that it takes 10 to 15 years to develop a vaccine? 10 to 15 years? Are you kidding me? And speaking of which, the pharmaceutical industry spends over $149 billion per year creating all of these medications. So if it takes all this time to create a vaccine and all this money to create medication, you'd think, in theory, that public health outcomes would be much better. But they're not. They're spending all this money on the front end, but we're not any healthier. And so to me, that signals that there's a problem with the system. I feel like modern medicine just puts a Band-Aid on the problem. So let's, let's, let's take the Band-Aid example. So Band-Aids are cool. You get a little boo-boo, you slide on that Pokemon Band-Aid, and boom, you're all better. You feel better, right? In the short term, it works. It works. But let's say you keep a Band-Aid on for six months. Ill, right? You keep the Band-Aid on for six months. Now you've created a problem. I feel like that's exactly how modern medicine works. It's designed to manage symptoms as opposed to actually improving associated outcomes and patient health. And a lot of our prized medications are made from isolated synthetic agents anyways, which produce long-term and short-term side effects. So what is the point of taking a medication to solve a problem that's going to create another It sounds crazy to me. Now there are exceptions, but I'm not talking about those exceptions. I'm talking about the norm. Normally speaking, you take a medication; it's supposed to make you better, but it creates a whole other host of symptoms. So, what's the solution? We've got to take our health into our own hands, and I think using natural solutions can be safer, more effective, and a empowering way to ensure our personal wellness and vitality. As such, today. We're going to be talking about the use of essential oils, positive affirmations, and CBD oil as holistic health hacks for emotional health specifically. Your health is your wealth, and naturally that includes emotional wellness, so we'll be getting into all of that today. So excited. I can't wait to share, because of course we have our naysayers, and I do think that going to the doctor and engaging in preventative routine maintenance is important, but Why do we have to put our health in somebody else's hands when we can do it ourselves? I'm definitely not saying don't go to the doctor, but go to the doctor and do your research on the front end, but also have a line of defense on the back end of your own that allows you to feel empowered and involved in your health, as opposed to just a bystander, like get in the game. And that's what I'm going to do for you today. I'm going to put you in the game. We're back friends. Really quick, something random. Have you ever thought about how when something smells really good, it makes you feel good? Example. Have you ever been out somewhere in close proximity to someone and you caught a whiff of their perfume or cologne and you were like, ooh, somebody smells real good, and you kind of smile and look to see who it is? (laughs) That's like the magic of essential oils, or at least the premise of it. So essential oils are essentially plant extracts that are distilled, and offer a variety of different health benefits. And how they work is that they cross our blood-brain barrier, which affects our central nervous system. And that's how they either energize us or calm us down. The great thing about essential oils is that utilizing them, you're able to address your body's needs and root causes on more of a cellular level, which helps to combat a variety of different threats without building up any tolerance or resistance. Quick teachable tangent. since we're talking about resistance. All right, let's think about the modern medicine approach. You're prescribed a medication, and over time you build up tolerance. That tolerance leads to an increase in your current medication or a change to a stronger medication, which thereby introduces more synthetic agents into your body, which I think causes side effects. Don't quote me, but you can look it up. Never mind the fact that just you're just trying to feel better and live your best life. And you did not sign up for all of this back and forth just to feel better, even if you feel better. So our bodies are like complex machines. Most medications don't exert their effect instantly, not the therapeutic effect anyways. And if they do, those medications usually have a high potential for addiction. Like, for example, your opiates or your benzodiazepines, and that's a completely different episode. So stay focused with me. Back to my point. You take medication to feel better, right? But it makes you feel worse often before you feel better, even if you feel better. Never mind the fact that most medications can take anywhere between two to 10 days before you start to feel the therapeutic effects, or even worse, four to six weeks to reach the appropriate concentration in your body so that you can feel the therapeutic effect. Now, it takes this long because this medication has to be filtered through your livers, kidney, and then we excrete a portion of it through our urine and our bowel movements. Friend, friend, all of that is way too much just to feel better. It's way too much. You're taking this medication. You're introducing the synthetic agents into your body with the hope that you feel better, not knowing if you're going to feel better, not knowing if this combination of medication is even going to work for you, which is why for me personally and also with the clients that I've worked in the worked with in the past, I found that natural remedies get to the root of the problem and also produce a more immediate effect, which is why I prefer this method. And then never mind the fact that it's far more empowering to be able to go and pick up these various different natural items from your local stores. Do your research on the front end, figure out what works for you, and boom, problem solved. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Let's get back to these oils. Quick recap before we move on. Essential oils are extracted from plants and address the body's needs and root causes and enhance physical and emotional health, which is what we're here for, right? Um, and they work either being utilized aromatically, topically, and internally. Aromatically is inhaling them. You can breathe in essential oils or diffuse them, and in using them aromatically, they act to open your airways, boost your mood, and also freshen the air in a very natural and non-toxic way. And then topically, you can apply essential oils to the bottom of your feet or affected areas to target specific needs. So they have certain oil combinations that target, say, an Achilles tendon injury or back pain or if you have neck strain. And then, depending on the grade of therapeutic, the grade, excuse me, the grade of essential oils that you purchase, you can actually ingest them. Now, I would not recommend... Going out to Walmart, Target, wherever you shop and buying those oils and ingesting them. If you look on the back of those packages, they absolutely say avoid contact with skin and do not ingest. Those are not the oils that you need to take. And personally, those oils are probably toxic and that's why you can't ingest them. But if you purchase therapeutic grade oils, then those can be ingested and you can drop them in your water, under your tongue or put them in a veggie capsule to swallow. I personally have therapeutic grade essential oils. They're a bit pricier, but I found that the quality is definitely worth it. You know, you get what you pay for. So you'll have to listen to next week's episode to get more information about the therapeutic grade oils that the good Dr. Teal utilizes little, little teaser, a little something to look forward to. But I would highly recommend the use of essential oils, whether you want to boost your mood, set the vibe, or start to address some of your physical health needs. Essential oils is something that I would highly encourage you to do your research first, experiment, and figure out a combination that works best for you. On the Couch with Doc is a segment dedicated to providing you with practical strategies for real-life problems. Let's get into it. So since we're talking about essential oils, I want to share my top three that I use on a daily basis. And they are peppermint, lavender, and orange. Let's first get into this peppermint oil. I use peppermint oil specifically for upset stomachs, for some reason, I'm prone to that at times. I'll drop a single drop in a bottle of water, sip that throughout the day, and stomach ache is gone. I originally was introduced to that idea from one of my work moms back when I first started working. She told me that, you know, if your stomach is ever upset, keep peppermints because you can eat a peppermint and it alleviates the upset stomach. So when I was introduced, Introduced to this idea before, I kept peppermints in my purse, and she was right. So when I got the opportunity to get my hands on some therapeutic-grade essential oils, peppermint was the first one that I wanted to try. So now I recently began to purchase these therapeutic-grade essential oils through doTERRA, and (laughs) they're awesome. They're they're made from all-natural plant extracts. They do not include any harmful toxins, which make it safe for them to ingest. So you can get more information about that. That's for a later episode. You'll have to tune into next week's episode to hear more about my experience specifically with the doTERRA brand of uh, these therapeutic essential oils which i highly recommend because of the quality you get what you pay for and when it comes to our health like you should spare no expense but that's a story for another day so peppermint oils number one on my list then we have lavender oil lavender oil is my own personal goat and go-to. I use it specifically to manage my anxiety and to help me sleep better at night. So say, for example, you're having difficulties falling asleep or maybe some people experience increased anxiety when it's time to go to bed, you worry about the entire day and what you have to come the next day and you just can't turn your mind off, I would recommend lavender oil for these overactive minds of yours because you can do something as simple as adding a few drops of lavender oil into a spray bottle, mist it on your pillows, drop a few drops of that lavender oil in your hands and on the bottoms of your feet and bow. You're ready to have a good night. You're welcome. (laughs) Now my last favorite lavender oil is orange. I typically diffuse orange lavender oil and let me tell you why. Primary benefits of orange include immune support and creating an uplifting environment but if ingested you can also utilize the orange oil as a natural cleanser. Now, like I said before, I diffuse the wild orange or any type of citrus-based essential oil specifically at work. Let me tell you why. I'm going to get to the point, I promise. Um, So it's been known, orange has been known for its uplifting, for uplifting the environment, a.k.a. creating the mood, a.k.a. boosting the mood. So what better place to put everybody in a good mood? So, for example, on a bad day, or a day where we have a whole host of long-winded meetings that could be emails, I'll pull out my little trusty diffuser, put it on my desk, drop a few drops of the wild citrus, and I've set the mood. Everybody's in a good mood. (laughs) And I've therapeutically, but positively therapeutically, roofied the entire office into a good mood and a good time. No Bill Cosby. (laughs) That was a bad joke, sorry. (laughs) But yeah, orange, lavender oil, and peppermint oil. My top three essential oils since we're talking about utilizing holistic and natural methods of just having better emotional health. So give it a try out. Let me know what you think about it. I'm here for you, so I want to hear from you. Hit me up on Paging Dr. Teal, whether that's on Facebook and Instagram, and let me know how those oils work out for you guys. Today we're talking about holistic health hacks geared towards emotional wellness. We discussed earlier essential oils and how to utilize them to effectively manage your emotional health, and another method is through positive self-talk and affirmations. Hashtag affirmations matter. Before we get into that, I think the biggest takeaway from today's episode for you should be this. You have to set the mood to feel good. In the same way that when you're planning a romantical evening with someone that you love, you go out and buy all the flowers and candy and et cetera, to create an atmosphere in which you guys can engage intimately, it works the same way with our moods and how we feel. And so positive affirmations, utilizing essential oils and CBD oil is our methods, daily methods embedded in our habits that we can utilize to create a positive internal atmosphere so that we can feel good. And if we feel good, then we can do good. Now let's get into the science behind affirmations. So affirmations prime our brain for change. Studies show it is easier to make change, in fact, when you use daily affirmations. Affirmations work by creating less anxiety and stress about change. And then they also change the way that think people Think or feel about falling off the bandwagon. Daily affirmations give you the motivation to keep going through those tough times and transitions, and the biggest method that affirmations affect change is due to impacting the brain neuroplasticity, which is essentially the rewiring of the brain for different thoughts and making new connections. This combats negative thinking, which fosters those new, more productive beliefs Like I said, if we feel good, then the chances of us doing good are much higher. A positive attitude is not a guarantee for success, but a negative attitude comes close to a guarantee of failure. So now that you know the basics, let's get into how you would exactly use them. Affirmations should be repeated at least once a day, every day. I like to set reminders on my phone three times a day, and I've randomly placed post-it notes (laughs) in the closets throughout my house and also in my office just to have a positive reminder throughout my personal space. Now, there's no set time to stop doing affirmations, but for optimal results, if you have a goal in mind, you should keep going with your specific affirmations until you actualize that goal. And then once you've done that, change it up and have that to reflect whatever new goal you have in mind. All right? All right, friends. Are you ready for some affirmations? Pull out your notebook, flip over to the notes section in your phone. I personally like to write it down so I can see it, but you do what works best, and I'll wait. I'll wait for you, friend. All right, let's get into these affirmations. I have a few for you. You ready? Let's go. All right, number one. I will work with abundant enthusiasm and confidence. I will work with abundant enthusiasm and confidence. Number two, I live in the present, never dwelling in the past, and take action to ensure a wonderful future. I live in the present, never dwelling on the past, and take action to ensure a wonderful future. And here's a favorite. I will turn my dreams into goals. I will turn my goals into steps. I will turn my steps into actions. I will complete an action every day. One more time. Because that one right there, I know that was for for you, friend. You listening. This one was for you, so you make sure you write it down. I will turn my dreams into goals. I will turn my goals into steps. I will turn my steps into actions. And I will complete an action every day. All right. So for best results, create your own affirmations. Maybe you didn't like mine, but you can create your own. Create your own affirmations using I statements and highlighting your personal goals or values. Repeat them daily at least three times a day. And set a reminder. Write them down and place them where you can be reminded. And remember, you're great and I know you'll do great at this, like affirmations are such a simple and practical thing that we can do to think better about our circumstances, which will in fact influence us to feel better. You're welcome. This commercial break is being brought to you by Wiseman Marketing, reminding you to seek knowledge, understanding, and wisdom because the world belongs to those who prepare for it. Stay wise, guys, and check them out at wisemanmarketing.com. Friends, you still there? Of course you are, because friends stick together. And we're in this together, right? <laughs> Let me stop being silly. Um so today we are talking about holistic health hacks for emotional wellness. Last week I spoke about how I cured my anxiety and remember in targeting anxiety, anxiety manifests in our thoughts and our feelings which subsequently affect our actions, and influence physiological responses. And stress works the same way. And so in order to target or cure or better manage our stress and our anxiety, we have to target the thinking, we have to target the emotions, and we also have to target the bodily or physiological responses. Now, utilizing essential oils is one way to target the physiological or bodily responses associated with anxiety or stress. Because essential oils act cellularly and influence our nervous system and can either energize us or boost our mood. So that takes care of the physical piece and then in uh, targeting our anxious thoughts or stress holistically, we've gotta address the thinking or the feeling piece. Hashtag affirmations matter. Because what you think affects how you feel. So I think essentially you have to set the mood to feel good. And this is accomplished by addressing thoughts and feelings which influence our actions and subsequently our physiological reactions. So if we tell ourselves things to make us feel better, we're going to feel better. We're going to act better. It's all a chain. It's all connected. You've got to put the pieces of the pie together in a way that's helpful and beneficial for you. So another piece of this pie outside of the affirmations that we've talked about already as well as the use of essential oils is the use of CBD oil. Me personally, I've used it specifically for pain management and to address my anxiety. If you're new to the podcast and uh, you're just listening today, hey, friend, hey again. Um, I previously tore my Achilles tendon in a um, at work, and so... I didn't want to be reliant on any type of synthetic medication because that introduces toxins into your body. And it's it's a short-term fix for what could be a long-term problem. And so I've tried a variety of di- different natural methods, and it appears that the, the CBD oil or CBD-based products are like a two-for-one for me. They help to address my anxiety and also help with, chronic pain or acute injuries. So regularly taking CBD can change the way that your brain's receptors respond to serotonin, which is a chemical linked to positive mental health. Receptors are tiny proteins attached to your cells that receive chemical messages and help your cells respond to different stimuli. So what does that mean? What that means is our bodies are complex machines. And once your body learns to function in a certain pattern, it continuously replicates that pattern. So how we influence change is to introduce something totally new and throw a monkey wrench in the original plan to create that change. And with consistency and regular practice and commitment, and I repeated all of those same words for emphasis, (laughs) for emphasis because that matters, we're able to create change in our bodies and so in addressing stress or anxiety it's so very important to have some sort of practical way that dresses that addresses the physiological components of stress whether that's your your heart rate being increased uh, tension whatever the case may be however stress and anxiety manifests for you in order to cure yourself, or better manage your symptoms, you have to address all of those elements because all of those elements collectively contribute to management or lack thereof. So CBD helps to relieve anxiety by reducing stress, decreasing physiological effects of anxiety, such as an increased heart rate, and improving symptoms of PTSD and also inducing sleep in most cases. I found CBD to be highly effective for me. I purchased my CBD products from the vitamin shop. I have particularly taken to the Charlotte's Web uh, brand of CBD products. They are plant-based, cannabinoid, hemp extract infused. I like them um, particularly because the quality is pretty good. I've tried a off-brand in wasn't pleased with the taste or the end result. Charlotte's Web is a little, it's a little pricey, I'll be honest. But you you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. So I think our health is worthwhile investing in. And so if you're interested in giving out a try to different CBD products, I would recommend the Charlotte's Web brand. I tried tinctures at first which is essentially like an oil that you can put under your tongue they're supposed to be faster acting I did not like the tinctures and I don't like them because of the the taste like the taste was was not it for me my first uh tincture that I tried was a chocolate mint and that tastes like what I would imagine that Jamaican black castor oil tastes like so that's a hard no for me and so (laughs) I wanted to try something else and um the gummies, the gummies are a personal favorite of mine. It's like adult fruit snacks. It's like a little chill pill. I take two a day. I currently have the 10 milligram. I'll take two in the morning and take two in the evening. And that's been helpful for most days. And then on stressful days, I might take another two during my lunch break. And I found that On an average, I'm far more relaxed. And when you're calm and your frustration tolerance is at a decent place, you're better able to solve problems. Like if you're you're stressed out or you're frustrated or you're operating with a high level of emotion, your objectivity is going to be impaired, your problem solving is going to be off, your attention is going to be all over the place, you're going to be a mess. So less is more. So if we can stay calm, then there's nothing that we can't solve there's nothing that we can't get through so calm is key like communication all right thing quick teachable tangent we're going to demystify cbd i think a lot of the sensationalism around to cbd or not to cbd lies in a lack of information or just being misinformed. So let's get this straight. CBD stands for cannabinoid. It is the second most prevalent of the active ingredients of cannabis or marijuana. And while CBD is an essential component of medical marijuana, it is directly derived from the hemp plant, which is the cousin of the marijuana plant. So they are cousins and not brothers which makes it safe depending on your personal life choices and your line of employment while cbd is a component of marijuana one of the hundreds it by itself does not cause a high in humans cbd exhibits no effects indicative of any abuse or dependence potential to date there's no evidence of public health related problems associated with the use of pure CBD you're welcome but i would encourage you to absolutely do your own research don't take my word for it but CBD can help you with the body's ability to positively modulate pain anxiety and sleep and there's also some research that people utilize CBD and hemp products to help their mood, control nausea and appetite, and offset symptoms of migraines through topical applications. It treats psoriasis, eczema, and other skin conditions. So I'd highly recommend you run to your local GNC vitamin shop or even order it offline, depending on your circumstances. Give it a try. Do your research. You're welcome. I have another random, but relevant, because if you haven't already noticed, I'm random, and I can be a little long-winded, but this is definitely going to be relevant to what we're talking about. Today, we're talking about emotional wellness and the utilization of holistic health hacks. Along with that, I don't think the conversation would be complete if we didn't talk about communication. So we're communicating a whole lot more in a different way now, given our current circumstances, and so with all the time that we're spending indoors and around people that we love or separated from people that we love, conflict is definitely on the horizon because we're, we're, we're a bit more stressed. Things are uncertain. So we've got to learn and adjust and be better communicators so that we can make the best of this time. So what is communication? Communication. Communication is everything, they say. Communication is a dynamic process, and how you communicate can positively and negatively affect the relationships that you have professionally and personally. Now, communication is way more than just words. Words matter, but communication is way more than words. Communication includes how you say it, including the tone of your voice, why you say it, the intention behind the message, When you say it, for example, during an argument or the time of day, timing matters. What you don't say, sometimes, especially if you're not a clear communicator, what you don't say gives a clearer picture of what's going on in your mind than what you actually did say. And then your body language. Body language is everything in nonverbal communication is probably about 50% of the communication process. And that includes your facial expressions, gestures, and posture. Now, there are some barriers to communication, and those include but are not limited to necessarily judging the other person. If you're judging them, then you're not listening. You're having your own little internal response that produces a dialogue, and it distracts you from that person. Nobody likes a judger. And since we're talking about distractions, judgment is a distraction, duh, another barrier is not paying attention to the person that you're talking to. Distractions could be looking at your phone, looking away when the person is talking to you, or just not listening to their thoughts or their feelings that they're conveying to you. Hashtag, how rude, hashtag, how dare you, not cool, friend. Another, this is a personal favorite of mine. Giving solutions or unwanted advice. Some of us, (laughs) myself included sometimes, have a natural impulse to problem solve or give advice. But when people want advice, they will ask. (laughs) I am learning that. And, And it's hard to not jump in and help. But a lot of times people just want to vent. They just want you to listen. So just listen. You have two ears, right? One mouth. Lastly, uh, avoiding the concerns of others. We don't get to tell people how to feel and we don't dictate their perception. I hate when I'm expressing myself to someone and they fail to acknowledge my feelings or my concern. That's just me, but that's definitely a barrier to communication. Discounting someone's feelings is called gaslighting. So don't light my gas, listen to my words, hear me and show me that you hear me and then let it marinate, let it marinate. I think all of that collectively can be described as engaging in active listening, period. Before we get into discussing effective tools for communication, let's marinate on the barriers I discussed. You might be a bad communicator if you're prone to judgment, appear distracted, give out unsolicited advice Or avoid the concerns of others. These things convey a lack of concern and clearly demonstrate you aren't listening. Don't be like that, friend. Don't be like that. That's terrible. So, what is effective communication? In short, it's a skill that is learned in practice. No one is born a great communicator, but don't let that stop you from being great. Side note how great would the world be if in school we learned communication skills? We wouldn't have these problems, and I might be out of a job because a lot of people come to therapy because they have poor communication skills. Again, another story. So effective communication includes active listening, um, which is to listen actively. (laughs) You're listening actively. You have two ears. Listen twice as much as you speak. Be alert, be interested in the other person, and refrain from interrupting and reflect back what you heard. Effective communication also includes asking questions instead of assuming. This conveys empathy and, so, and shows interests. And last but not least, my favorite, keep it cute. In this context, I mean be clear. Be clear and brief. See how I wasn't clear? I said keep it cute. What does keep it cute mean in that context? It could literally mean keep it cute, like be attract- be attractive, or <laughs> I could be applying, implying, excuse me, that you should behave in some sort of amenable way. You see how confusing all that is? I say keep it cute, but I meant I could have meant two things. And so I'm not clearly communicating and saying that. So don't do that. Be clear, say what you mean and mean what you say. Another thing that I've been personally learning as a result of quarantine. Shout out to Bay. (laughs) Now it's your turn. I'm here for you, so I want to hear from you. What are your best tips on communication or your favorite communication skill? Feel free to comment on the blog and on the Instagram as well at www.pagingdrteal.com and on Instagram at pagingdrteal. Friends, we made it to the end. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but before we get out of here, today we talked about holistic health hacks geared toward emotional wellness. And I hope that you found some of the things that we talked about helpful. Um, I gave you some of my top Three essential oils. If you don't remember, that's peppermint, lavender, and orange. And remember, orange essential oils at the job set the mood. So if you work with somebody that always has a bad attitude, I'd recommend you go out and grab a diffuser, drop some of those orange essential oils in there, and set the mood in the office. You're welcome. Uh, We also talked about CBD oil. I'd highly recommend Charlotte's Web 10 milligram lemon, lime, hemp extract infused gummies. They're like calming adult fruit snacks, but healthier. Who doesn't like fruit snacks, right? And I also convey to you the importance of targeting your stress and your anxiety through positive self-talk. Hashtag affirmations matter because they do. What's your favorite affirmation that I shared with you guys today? Let me know on Instagram at paging doctor Ki- getting tongue tied. Let me know on Instagram at paging doctor teal, Facebook or whatever social media platform you follow paging doctor teal on. I'm here for you, so I want to hear from you. Of course. And whether you tune in on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the many other platforms where you can listen to Page and Dr. Till, be sure to subscribe, 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 so that you can be tuned in to the latest and greatest of Paging Dr. Till. I'm Dr. Till, and I'm reminding you, your health is your wealth, so take care of yourself, please, in parting. Drop us a review, share this episode, because sharing is caring, and I know you care, and I want to leave you guys with some profound thoughts about nothing before we go. You ready? And I made this up myself. I hope you like it. (laughs) And if you don't, that's okay, too, because nobody's perfect, right? And we all have opinions, and some of them stink. But that's neither here nor there. All right, profound thoughts about nothing. All right, you ready? Let me stop being long-winded. <laughs> Be a team player, but don't play yourself. It's all about balance. Your highlight reel is your responsibility. So take it seriously. Teamwork may make the dream work, but remember, gang, there's a me and team, too, and you matter. What about your home run, slam dunk or touchdown? Get off the bench Get in the game and take the shot, and not the safe shot or the easy pass. Take a deep breath, center your focus, and take that epically impossible half-court shot and memorialize your excellence. Time waits for no one. Be a team player, but don't play yourself. That is all. (laughs) You like that? Y'all like that? I made that up myself, right? (laughs) That's like fake deep. (laughs) But whatever. So we're getting out of here, guys. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Take care of yourself. Your health is your wealth. So you've got to hold it down. And that includes mental health. Until next time.